0: and intensity of extreme weather events is increasing. What does the latest data used in the FAO report show?
1: Yeah, indeed. Thank you very much for the opportunity. And uh, we we just released uh, a new report, a very important publication. Basically, we started at the at the time of the of the Sendai conference, uh, and at the to inform the the discussion that were taking place in Sendai, we started publishing basically a report on the impact of disaster and crisis on agriculture and food security. So we started in 2015, and yesterday we have been releasing the the third edition of of this report. And I would say that the news uh, that is coming out of this report is not encouraging in the sense that uh, basically, Uh, we see that there is a confirmation of the increasing trend in the number, intensity and frequency of uh, disasters. Uh, As a matter of fact, if you compare uh, the 70s, 80s with today, uh, there has been basically a tripling in the the numbers of of disasters uh, that are indeed having an impact on the agriculture sector. So we are of course uh, very concerned with that when you know that overall uh, there are uh, about 2.5 billion people, 60% in uh, in least uh, developed countries, uh, who are depending on agriculture for their livelihoods. So it means that if these people are indeed impacted by, by disasters, I mean, their their livelihood is challenged, and they could uh, basically uh, go into uh, chronic food insecurity, acute food insecurity, and see their food security situation gradually uh, deteriorate. So this is why it is so uh, important for us to produce such report and basically produce an evidence base.
0: Yes, indeed. And you have a couple of uh, years ago, you even did some work in Africa as well with FAO, the Food and Agriculture Organization. Uh, Tell us a little bit of some examples that you have from how natural disasters impact agriculture.
1: Yeah. As a matter of fact, when even we look at at this report, I mean, we see that basically the, the burden of disaster and quite a vast uh, variety of disaster uh, on the agriculture has never been as high as it is uh, today. As a matter of, of fact, at uh, no other point in history have agri-food system been confronted with such a, a wide array, array of, uh, of threats. And this has been including, of course, drought floods uh, mega fires even but then of course uh, there has been and you were referring to africa africa has been uh, dealing for the whole of uh, of last year and still struggling with uh, a, ma- a major upsurge of uh, desert locust so all this in a in a covid uh, area so it means that this is really uh, the combination of uh, disaster that is having an impact on on people on their on their livelihood on the 2.5 uh, billion people uh, I was uh, talking about, and what is very interesting to see out of this report that we are publishing is that if you compare the agriculture sector uh, and if you look at um, I mean the. The, the, the four key sectors like agriculture, industry, commerce, and tourism, taken as a whole. I mean, on its own, the agriculture sector absorbs uh, a disproportionate share of 63% of uh, the, the the impact uh, from disaster from LDCs and as well as uh, low and middle income countries. So it means that the, the really uh, the agriculture sector is definitely paying a heavy price. Uh, the the agriculture sector, when you look at that, I think it's also important to uh, to keep in mind that the the report is actually looking at the the diversity of the the nature of the of the threats that are indeed having an impact on the the agriculture sector. And there, what we see is that drought is definitely the single largest uh, cause, uh, which is having a very large impact on, in terms of agriculture uh, production loss. As a matter of fact, the report is telling us that 34% of crop and livestock uh, production losses in the countries, the LBCs and the low and middle income countries uh, is attributable uh, to drought and that the, the sector on its own Sustain 82% of all uh, drought impact. So it means that, as you can see, the, the the agriculture sector is impacted primarily by by drought, but of course then uh, by by floods, storm, other other shocks, such as, for example, the desert locust I was talking about. So, but of course, FAO is producing uh, data not just for the, the sake of producing data. We are producing data to inform decision-makers and then to, I would say, with a goal of triggering action. I mean, uh, and uh, to inform uh, inform uh, policy-making, inform, uh, I would say, the, the right investments and investments that need to be uh, taken in, a, I would say, a range of activities from the formulation indeed of risk, informed development strategies, the establishment of early warning uh, systems. Now, what is interesting is that we see that in an increasing uh, number of countries, but not enough yet, we have early warning systems that are in place. We have also now more and more season-long weather forecasts, for example, that enable us to to really see the, the disaster coming. To do what? To trigger action before a disaster, or even better so, to uh, make investment much earlier on when i was talking of triggering action before the disaster come the best mm-hmm. example of that is what we did uh, last year before the the the, the desert locust in uh, in africa turned into a, a full-blown uh, disaster is that we uh, mobilized with the support of ocha and a wide variety of partners resources that enabled us to control uh, desert locusts Uh, population, therefore uh, protecting about uh, 4 million, uh, avoiding losses of about 4 million tons of crops, uh, enough to feed about 34 million people. It means short of the action that we have taken, 34 million people would have been uh, in food insecurity. But as I was saying, just before the disaster or even on the longer term, and there I'm touching on your point. These are about the disaster risk reduction type of intervention that needs to be taken and that need to be all taken at scale.
0: Climate science researchers tell us that we have just 10 years left to address the issues of climate change mitigation. What does the report recommend that member states do in order to mitigate damage to the environment?
1: Uh, well, exactly. I mean, we have the 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 point is that we have to keep in mind also that we are in the decade for action for the SDGs, and uh, and what is important to keep in mind is that unless we take uh, forceful action, it will be very challenging to indeed uh, reach the, the 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 SDGs and to. Uh, and to be able to avoid, to, to reach our target of zero anger and uh, eradication of rural poverty, for example, that are two uh, SDGs that are, I would say, most at risk, and many others, but most at risk uh, when it comes to uh, to the impact of quite a variety of uh, of disasters. So, as I was saying in the, in the previous question, I think what is key is that now we have accumulated really a lot of knowledge, a lot of investments have been made in terms of uh, knowledge building. For example, in the field of agriculture, we have studied in a large number of countries, uh, uh, studying the really identifying good uh, disaster risk reduction practices. It means practices that if applied, will protect the, the production of farmers, not only in, uh, in bad years, it means in years that are affected by disasters, but also will ensure that in the normal years, uh, their uh, production will still be better than if they would, were if they were not using that sort of technology. So it means we have built a body of evidence now. We have also, as I was saying, the right uh, systems, early warning systems uh, that are being in place. We have the right uh, technical assistance that is uh, provided to countries. no, it's it's really the time to turn that into policies, investments, and to to move, as I was saying, from the the piloting of intervention to really a significant uh, scaling up uh, of these uh, of these activities because it's only if we put those things at scale that we will succeed. And what is interesting, what is interesting, madam, is that at a time where uh, many countries, for many reasons, uh, including, for, including, primarily these days, uh, due to COVID, uh, are struggling with their own finances? I mean, investing in anticipatory action, investing in uh, disaster risk reduction is good value for money. I mean, one dollar you invest in disaster risk reduction will lead to at least. 3.7 to 4 dollars saved in terms of response. So it means you invest now to save later and build, and of course, and you build resilient livelihoods.
0: Thank you very much, Dominique Bourgeon from the Food and Agriculture Organization in Geneva. Thank you very much, Thank Dominique. You. Thank you. Thank you.